Creatively Reaching Preschoolers and Below with Jean Thomason, also known as Miss Patty Kay. Here we go, tribe. This is the Kidman Tribe Podcast. We're helping you as children's pastors, volunteers, and leaders plan, create, and execute incredible life-changing kids' worship experiences at your church. With practical tips, coaching, training, and resources from the best in kids' ministry around the world. It's time to join the tribe. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Kidman Tribe Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Noble, and I'm so excited that you're here. Listen, it's never too early to start thinking about Christmas and getting that planned out for your church. It's right around the corner. I know it seems like it's a little ways, but it'll be here before we know it. At our house, we decorate for Christmas on the 31st of October. Love the smells, the sights, the seasons. And for the church, it's a great opportunity to reach our kids and our community. Today's podcast is sponsored by the 1230 Kids and Doorpost Songs brand new Christmas curriculum called Unto Us. Unto Us has five Christmas lessons all about what happens when ordinary people meet an extraordinary Savior. It's perfect for the four weeks of Advent plus Christmas Eve. Unto Us includes incredible custom media from 1230 Kids, five doorpost songs, incredible songs with lyric videos and hand motions, interactive lessons, awesome activities, games, ready-made presentation files, and a printable Advent Pass Advent Passport that your kids can get stamped every week. You can find out more about this great opportunity from us at www.doorpostsongs.com backslash curriculum. That's www.doorpostsongs.com backslash curriculum. It'll be a great investment that will change your Christmas. So go check that out today. Hey, this week on the show, I'm excited to welcome one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Gene Thomason, also known as Miss Patty Kate. Jean has had more than 35 years of experience as a musical performer, worship leader, songwriter, author, conference speaker to women, parents, teachers, and children's ministries. She's also dedicated her life to the living embodiment of the joyful children's musical character, Miss Patty Kate. Through her brightly costumed character, Jean plants biblical truths into the lives of little ones, teaching God's word through music, stories, and fun activities while helping to equip parents to lay a spiritual foundation. Her recently published book is Sharing God's Big Love with Little Ones. Additionally, Jean is a, the brand ambassador for the Momentum Influence Network, a community of faith and family bloggers. She and her husband have two grown children and live in Franklin, Tennessee. I'm so excited for you to meet and see the heart of Miss Patty Kate. That'll be in just a moment. We'll be right back with you. Hey guys, Jess and Dave here from Doorpost Songs. We've partnered with 1230 Kids to bring you a brand new Christmas curriculum called Unto Us. It's all about how ordinary people encountered an extraordinary Savior. There are five lessons which you can use for four weeks of Advent plus Christmas Eve. And you're gonna love all the custom media that's included, awesome activities, plus five of our Christmas songs with lyric videos and hand motions, simple lesson plans, and ready-made presentation files. You can also print these Advent passports for your kids to get stamped every week when they come. Your kids will love learning about ordinary people like Isaiah, Mary, Joseph, the Magi, and even Paul. But best of all, they'll walk away with an understanding of the gospel. This Christmas, don't miss this chance to tell your kids the story of their extraordinary Savior. 
Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Kidman Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Jason Noble, and I'm excited to have one of my favorite people in the world today on the podcast with me, Jean Thomason, which you may also know her as Miss Patty Kate, uh, an expert in preschool and just an all-around incredible person. Jean, welcome to the podcast. Look how fun this is. I'm so glad that God let me meet you all those years ago and that that I I commend you and thank God for both of us that as in the words of Eugene Peterson, we have been working in a long obedience in the same direction. It's just where God, God has had us. So Thank you for the privilege and the honor to talk to you today. And to, and my my dog, I have a puppy, and he's sitting by me upset because I'm not looking at him. <laughs> he has to have attention, just like preschoolers. I mean, really. I mean <laughs> you're good at this. Just like preschoolers. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. That's one of the things about the Kidman tribe as a whole is so many great friends that go back for so long, getting to do ministry together. And you're one of those people. And so I'm honored to have you on today. One of our goals is to really look at all of the aspects of kid ministry and Kidmen, um, and really provide great resources for volunteers, children's leaders, pastors to make their experiences better. And I'm so excited to talk about preschool, nursery, preschool. It's such a key aspect to our ministries and I would just love for you to talk to us a little bit today. What what are you seeing in preschool? What are you and and you have a great book? Uh, what's your book? Will you show us the book because I think it's incredible. Yep, it's sharing God's big love with little little lives. I'm sorry, yes. sharing God's big love with little lives. And uh, and so I talk to people about how do we love big. That's so good. How do we ask God to fill up our hearts with his love for children? Because it is clear in the word of God. And it's something we've known all our lives that Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. He does. And he told the disciples that. And he continues to tell us that. And um, um, it is precious to have the honor to be part of investing in um, the beginning of something so precious as a life sent from heaven um, to the earth and that God would give us that privilege to plant seeds of faith, to do what it is. And I I would say, um, I've asked the Lord what it is that he wants me to say, but I love to start off with this scripture just to, because I never knew this until I started doing children's ministry, which by the way, I was tricked into children's ministry. A lot of us were. I was tricked into children's ministry because I became a mother and I had been a, a, a concert artist, a performer, and then a worship leader. And then when I became a mommy, I suddenly needed to look for new music. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and that is what happened. My husband and I were working in, well, he was on staff at Integrity Music down in Mobile, Alabama, producing uh, Huge amounts, a hundred projects a year, live worship music somewhere on the planet. Every um, every eight weeks, there was something live going on. Also, there were studio projects going on. And so um, he's he's the bomb, my husband, Chris Thomason, and he his he and Great. Don Moen did all this production together. So one of the things that they produced were some children's songs by a bunch of different writers um, a couple of the writers wrote this darling li- and they were cassette tapes. This was in the, um, this was in the mid nineties and 
This, they were Bible story songs, games and activities, lots of praise songs. And one of the cute little songs, which were called lap songs for little ones, to put them in your lap and sing with them, oh, um, was great. called Patty Cake Praise. So they took the nursery rhyme, married it to the scripture. Psalm 34, one says, clap your hands. All you people shout to God with the voice of praise. Well, I found these songs and I was like, snap, this is perfect. <laughs> For my children, and I was going to a big church in Mobile then, I took it to my mops group and said, look at all these great songs. And one of the songwriters named Nancy came back to me and she said, Jean, no one is ever going to hear these songs. And I said, why would you say that? She goes, because they're just cassette tapes sitting on a shelf in a bookstore somewhere. Who's going to find them? She said, if she said, what we need is somebody who will sing the songs. And you know what? That was it. That was the day I volunteered. Um, I'm a children's ministry volunteer. And so I said, I can do that. I trained in opera, musical theater. This is really easy compared to all that. So this is what we came up with. There she is. Wow. I love that. This is our little, the little dress that has hands to clap, a heart to love, my voice to sing, and all my songs give thanks and praise to God. So this was the the idea of this, as you know, and then I'll, then I promise I'll go back to that verse. I was going to say, children love superheroes. They love to look at a character, something that's bigger than life, something that's not their mommy and daddy, but something, someone who can talk to them and tell them something. And then their mother can say, Oh, remember Miss Pat Superman said that Mary Poppins said that, you know, the romper room lady, the Ses- Oscar in the, at the Sesame Street said somehow coming from another voice, there's more um, gravitas to yes. So that's why we decided to create this character. The donut man was already there and yeah. salty, the singing songbook and probably some more that t- this was before veggie tales, by the way. That's wow. right. So um, my best friend from college, has a sewing machine and she made me a dress. So I have been saying yes to the dress. For, yes to the dress. <laughs> for almost 30 years. And the great sweet thing that I learned was how important this is to God, because I thought I was just doing it for fun, just for my church in Mobile, Alabama, but God had a much bigger plan. So now Jason, it's been almost 30 years. Wow. And the, the scripture that I was circling back to what I was going to say that I've landed on, in addition to all the scriptures about giving God praise and praise out of the mouths of children, that's in Psalm 8, verse 2, other things like that. But 2 Timothy 3.15, here's a place where I hang my hat, my little patty cake hat. Yep. Paul's talking to Timothy, and he said this. He said, don't forget from infancy, you've known the holy scriptures from infancy. And that is what gave you the wisdom that led you to salvation through faith in Jesus. Wow. From infancy. I looked that word up in uh, Greek and in my Strong's Concordance, and it means from the time you're born until the time you're weaned. So from birth all the way to age, maybe two, three, four, depends on the culture. Um, All those very early years from infancy, even before their mind can comprehend it and all the synapses are connected because the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 that God sets eternity in the heart, in the in the heart of every person. That's what happens is the word of God, because it's alive. As we know, we're planting seeds of faith by singing these sweet songs that are Bible stories, Bible verses, games and activities. So that from infant lullabies, please play lullabies that have scripture for your babies, because 
because you don't know, but it's going into their spirits. It doesn't have to just stay in their minds, but it goes deep into their spirits. So you're create your, it's actually discipleship even yes. before they know it. It's, it's covert. Well, and it's funny because even the world will tell you that 90% of who a child is, is developed by the time they're three years old. And so like, it goes right to that scripture that you just said. I mean, that just proves the fact of the importance of reaching children when they're young. And it's interesting because in a lot of places and a lot of kids ministries, that's the last priority. And Um, it's like, you know, even in the serving in the nursery and, you know, people, I've had people say to me before, well, I've already done my time in the nursery. And I go, I didn't realize that church was a prison that you have jail sentences. So nobody does their time at church and we need you to go love on those little ones because we want to pour in. And even like the programming in our nursery and in our preschool. um, And that's something that I appreciate about you and the curriculum you've written. And your focus has been really on the zero to six years old crowd. I mean, of how do we raise those kids up? Exactly what you said. And you've done it for 30 years. I mean, it's incredible. Well, I actually I thank you so much. That is where I was going. I, and I say this, and I'm I, I, at this point in my life, I'm not ashamed, and I'm also not timid. But if Pastor yeah. believed what you said, which is, it, it's actually I'm so sorry. Your dog believes it. <laughs> He's like, yes, true. I know. Amen. It's actually true what you said. Um, and this is secular research. We we I, and in Barna did a lot of research about this. And yep. matter of fact, when George Barna did two years of research, and this has been 10 years ago, he came out saying this. He said, I teaching adults was so I missed the mark. I was so far off the mark. Not only did I miss the mark, I missed the ocean. I missed the entire ocean um, uh, boat. That's what he said. I'm sorry. Not only did I miss the boat. I miss the entire ocean because ministry to children is the single most important ministry in the kingdom of God, because what exactly what you said, because their whole life synapses are connecting and more, more synapses connect between ages zero and two than the rest of our whole lives. So children should be the absolute number one priority. And a lot of people give it lip service, but 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 they don't do much more than that. And so yeah. that's why God has you, Jason, um, fighting for that, this whole uh, this whole world of children's ministry. And I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. I believe I, I believe we have a superpower. And yeah. I think that the superpower is that we have the superpower of our words, the words of blessing. The Bible tells us when um in Mark 10, when Jesus took the children, he took the children, he, he embraced them. He put them on his knee. He put his hand on them and he blessed them. Yes. So he spoke. I said, Jesus is a preschool teacher. He spoke, uh, them. Yes. he spoke over them. He blessed them. And most likely they sang because all the scriptures that they learned back in those um, back 2000 years ago, the only way to learn the whole Torah, the children was to sing it because that's the way our brains are wired. So they sang, they chanted, and all the disciples knew the scriptures. So yeah. for us to do what Paul said from infancy, you've known the holy scriptures. And remember, that was Old Testament. Yes. They didn't even have the New Testament yet. So we have that privilege. We have that honor. But we have that responsibility as adults to pour into the lives of little children. That's Our okay. own but. The body of Christ needs whoever will hear the Lord say, you know, you go love on those children because it'll yes. change the lot. It will. And, you know, you don't have to be the best volunteer in the world. You don't <laughs> have to have all the words. All they need is love. 
And yeah. then this rest of it comes along. I mean, like, that's what they're going to remember. If I, and I ask people all the time, what do you remember most of your children's ministry experiences? They're ne- they never tell me the lesson. They never tell me that they, they go, I remember Miss Jean who loved me and made such an impact in my life. Like that's where we win is when you've got people in there um, who love them and who are with them. And, you know, I would say this, I'm a lead pastor. Now we planted a church and we work on films and things like that. But I would tell all lead pastors, make your preschool and nursery your main priority. Like even how we talk about it from the pulpit, even how we encourage people, like make it a priority. One of the things I love that Gene does is comes in and does concerts for preschoolers and their parents. And Miss Patty Kate comes in. And if you have not had her, I want to encourage you consider doing a preschool concert because man, there are parents across your community who will come to your church as an outreach uh, for their preschool. Talk to us about that a little bit. Well, thank you. One of your one of your questions too is just um, talking about how can you have um, create experiences for your children. And one of the one of the things that I have to tell you because I know this is your heart is that I lean into the whole idea of families because yes. we we have this one two hours a week maybe if they show up at church. You know, the parents have one hundred and sixty nine other hours during the week. So discipleship which is a big buzzword in our church world today, which just, you know, that's a, it's good that we have new words to remind ourselves. Oh yeah, there's work to be done. The discipleship is that we're planting seeds, but then, and, and then someone else waters, you know, in in first Corinthians, Paul says, I, you know, I planted Apollos watered, but God gives the increase and God wants to be at work, but we, there must be planting and watering. And that's the job of parents first, of course, church ministry people, and then hopefully other family that will pour into these little lives. So what I do is I come and bring my costume and I have a big backdrop and I have two animated characters I interact with and they're on screens if they're available. So I talk to them and they they bring one is one reads the Bible, one talks about what time it is it's it's time to read our Bible. Oh, thank you. And so I do a big stage show for families, because what I want to do, I know that the music works. If it didn't work, I still, I wouldn't still be here. I would have moved on, but it works. It's it music is like glue. It's the fastest, most permanent way to stick the word of God to little minds and little hearts. Music is that. that. So music is God's magic. I always say, because it does that. So what I do is I bring songs, everything has hand motions. It's upbeat. It's fun. Some are tender. And, and so we, we talk about different Bible characters. We tell their stories in song and I, I didn't write all the songs. So I have to applaud my songwriters, but mostly what I'm trying to do is help these moms and dads and say, these songs are so simple. Even the daddy can sing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Or, and then the mom and dad can the next day say, remember, Miss Patty Cake says you can be a helper. You can lend a hand. You can be a helper. Oh, yes, you can. Simple songs like that. Matter of fact, somebody messaged me on Instagram just two days ago and said, we sang your song while my children were picking up their toys. So music works like that. So I we sing these songs and we create an experience where parents and children can praise God together, where they can learn about God together and hear about God's big love. And then I always, always give them a chance to ask Jesus to fill up their hearts with his big love and make them part of his family because little children 
can encounter the presence of the Lord. Yes. Little children can hear Jesus call them and they can make a decision to follow Jesus. My daughter did it at age four. Dr. James Dobson made a decision and remembers it well. He was three years old. So this is why I beg you, don't wait. Start early, start early. And that's when the impressions take their most, the strongest hold. Even Plato said that. In New yes. Day. You know, and that's why I push back so hard against churches calling it childcare. Like you were offering oh. childcare. Like the word childcare is almost like a cuss word in my book because I'm like, no, you're offering children's ministry. And so anytime you can get these children together, you're not just doing childcare. We're not just babysitting kids. We're, we're ministering to them and making such an impact in their life that will last forever. I mean, I remember my kids, my personal, we have four kids sitting and watching Miss Patty Kate. Now they're in their twenties and they still remember that. I mean, and it just sticks with them throughout their whole life. I mean, and we all know this as kids ministries, kids pastors and leaders, but I think we have to say, put our money where our mouth is, you know, because a lot of pe people talk about it, but then there's not a lot of action. And we also, you know, I hear children's leaders tell me, well, you know, my pastor believes in this. It's your job to change his mind. So start working on him or her, <laughs> you know, start being that advocate for the early, early childhood in your church, because man, they need an advocate. And they need somebody who will clear off the Jesus's lap and let them sit right there and experience him. So thank you for saying that, because I, I have a quick story to tell you. And that's yeah. this because Ephesians 2.10 is one of my favorite scriptures that says we are his workmanship or his poema in the Greek. We have become his poetry. We're created in Christ Jesus for good works that he prepared before we were ever born, a yes. destiny that he worked out for our lives and the good works that we would do to fulfill that destiny. That's Ephesians 2.10. Okay. When I was four, my parents took me to church. Thank God for that. Yes. And there was a lady, her name was Mrs. Little, because I'm from the South. I'm from the deep South. And so <laughs> Sweet tea and fried chicken. No, Birmingham, Alabama, Mrs. Little was uh, a music, had been a music major in college, and she was a, um, a piano teacher and a voice teacher, but she volunteered at our church and she did a choir for the preschoolers. And mm. as a four year old, she heard me sing and she did this. She called my mother on the phone all that long ago and she said to my mother, BB, that's my mama's name. She said, BB, you need to know that Jean has music all over her. And I believe God has given that. Now, this is a Southern Baptist church. And wow. she spoke destiny into my life when I was four years old. And it changed, it all, it set me on the path. And my mother said, Really? No kidding. And that made my parents think, Well, we'll give her piano lessons and we'll put her in choirs and all that, which wow. eventually won me a scholarship to college, which put me, which set me up for what God had planned for my destiny. So you volunteer, you children's minister, you have a chance to speak destiny into and over the lives of little children. I every time that. you encounter them. I love Absolutely. that. You know, and um, I don't know if you remember Bill Wilson, but he, he used to, or he runs Metro Ministries in New York City. They bust in about 15,000 kids a weekend, sidewalk Sunday school. But he always said this. He said, it's so much easier to reach children than fix men and women after they've been broken. And oh. I think it's so important and vital for these moments now where we're living in. That statement just rings so true to me. So much easier than reaching, you know, to reach children then try to fix men and women after they've been broken. Uh, I think it's so true and it starts very early. 
It does. Well, yeah. one of the things I, um, since you gave me this list of a few questions that I wanted to talk to children's yeah. ministry about when you said, what do you think, what, what do I see that's going on that, um, that, that is of great need in, um, in the fall, I was at the Mothers of Preschoolers, that's MOPS, M-O-P-S, the MOPS Convention. That's an international um, ministry that's been around for almost 50 years, I think, might be that old. Um, And they have this massive conference every year somewhere in the country. This past year, it was in Nashville. Next year, it's in San Diego. But I was there as an exhibitor, and I had my big TV with patty cake, um, you know, videos rolling. And it's, by the way, patty cake is not a cartoon, it's live action. And so, um, so it, so that way it speaks to little children because it's not abstract, it's concrete. So that works for their brains. So all these parade of mommies of preschool children are walking past me, and one out of every 10 knew who Miss Patty Cake was. The rest of them were like, oh, that's cute. What is that? Because it's bright and colorful. And I said, do you know about this brand? And they, you know, and they're saying, no, what is it? So I'm telling them, and pretty soon I'm picking up on this. They have no idea. And so I start asking these women questions. Well, tell me this, when you hand your child a phone, a tablet, because every two-year-old and up in our nation knows how to operate a device as we know so well. And so this was the answer I heard that broke my heart. I said, when you choose media for your child, what do you choose? Number one answer is Disney. Number two answer was PBS. Number three was, oh, I don't know, Peppa Pig, Blippi, Sesame Street, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm, and then I, and then a pastor's wife came by and I said, and I asked her that question. I said, well, or when you're choosing music for your children, what do you choose? She goes, gosh, I don't know. I just say, hey, Google, play children's music. Oh, my word. Wow. And I said, did you know that there is faith-based Christian music for little children, babies, toddlers, infants? She said, mother of three little children, she's preschool. She said, I had no idea. Wow. This Welcome, welcome to the world of this millennial parenting world. Yeah. It, and our bookstores are gone for yep. the most part. So even bigger responsibility for me, for you, but especially for children's pastors, huge opportunity, yes. huge opportunity for you to disciple families. How? By suggesting faith-based media, both Jason and I and my husband and a lot of people that we know and work with feel are feel completely motivated are full of passion to create resources yes. for little children, which ends up discipling the whole family because a mommy's going to hear it. A daddy's going to hear it in the car and they're going to remember the songs that we sing that say, I can give God praise all day when I rise up when I lie down, when I come in and go all day, all day. And I even had a man tell me one time, he said, I'm so sick of your voice. <laughs> 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 he said, I can't get your voice out of my head. And I said, yes, I know it's working. It's working. But that back to this issue that we face in our culture, we are, th- we are gatekeepers. You Kidman, yes. people, you're gatekeepers for these families. You are influencers. And by the way, I wrote down some, this is Barner research. 77% of parents believe the internet has made them a better parent. Wow. 90 percent believe 
go to the internet to find activities for their children. I said the internet. I didn't say the church. I said the internet. Not interesting. Okay. 99% of millennial moms use the internet, period. They're looking for influencers. That's their biggest thing. I follow blah, blah, and the blah, blah that I follow and the person that I follow here. I beg you, children's ministry people, become an influencer in the culture. And yes. use your, you make an Instagram, do, uh, y'all know how to do that. You're longer, younger than Jason and me. That's you, true. <laughs> you, you I'm only 29. That. Aren't you? Now, You're only 29 too. We just I, stopped. <laughs> I, I did just turn almost 30. So. <laughs> and, um, but we, we have an enormous opportunity because not only are the fields white to unto harvest, the easy thing is if I put something here, it can go around the world. Hallelujah, exactly. which is what you're you're doing. And there is so much available, which by the way, let me just say this, and I don't mean this as a commercial, but I oh, sure. created I created a free, free guide to faith-based media. It has 50 different offerings on it. Everybody that I know, everybody I can think of. And if you have somebody else to put on there, and these are people who are singers, they're actors, they create skits, they do like science projects. Our friend Josh, that these are YouTube channels where there are cartoons, there are live action things, lots and lots of music. Like you've already had Yancey and Doorpost and Jumpstart 3 and all these people who create music that yeah. are on Spotify. Miss Patty Cake is on Spotify, by the way. You can find this material easily, but you have to be intentional and choose yes. it. Where do they find that list at? Tell, um, will you share with everyone? Yes, it is Miss, M-I-S-S, Miss Pattycake.com. And there's just a scrolling banner that is the top 40 guide to faith-based media. I'll send it to you, Jason, so you can, so you will include it. Yeah. But um, go to that website, go to MissPattyCake.com and check it out. I mean, it is, uh, I think you'll be really, really transformed. Something you said that was really interesting to me is you think about how much money a corporation like Disney puts in to preschool entertainment. It tells you they realize how important it is. And so, you know, I mean, when you start to look at all of these people putting money into preschool entertainment, you always have to kind of scratch your head and go, why do they do that? And they realize that if they can get a kid at two and three years old, they have them for the rest of their life. And so I think in that perspective, the church needs to really get wised up to that and go, okay, we're going to be the same way. We're going to come after that in a big way. I have a statement for that. And it was the statement that made me sit down and write a book, which I never thought I would do. I was in a church and I walked into their foyer and a banner in the foyer said this, ready? Yeah. Whoever wants the next generation the most will get them. Oh my word. That's, hey, drop the mic right there. I know. Well, I burst into tears because I just felt the Holy Spirit just say, it's you. And I said, I know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was, the, that was the thing. That was the catalyst for me. Whoever wants the next generation, the most will get them Disney's after the generation. Of course they are. So, and, and their agenda, as we all have been made aware, um, yeah. is, is not biblical foundations. Right. Um, and a lot of other people, you know, a lot of other companies are, um, um, toy companies, book companies, it, it's alarming. It's alarming the rate that it has gone whoop left. Yes. And so yes. Jesus is encouraging us to speak the word with boldness, speak the Man. truth with boldness and say, this, this is what God says. And, um, 
And you know what's so sweet about children? You don't even have to use great apologetics. No. Because already, you know, that verse in Ecclesiastes, God sets eternity in their hearts. All you have to do is say, his name is Jesus, the one who made you, the one who loves you. And right. I know you've seen it your whole life. They go, oh, him. Okay. Right. Yeah, because we'll yeah, they just came from him three years ago. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, where adults are maybe 50 years away from him, they just came from him. <laughs> you know, they, know, they know his voice. They remember him. You know, I, know. I mean, the creator of the universe. I mean, it just is, is so such a great word. So on your website, you have you offer live shows. You've got your book, curriculum, music, like everything that you need children's leaders to really be successful at being an influencer. Check out MissPattyCake.com. Um, like all of those tools are there for you. Um, I know Jean's creating new stuff. So you want to keep up to date on what's what she has coming out. Um, I also want to just encourage like children's leaders who serve in nursery and preschool are some of them. They work hard. They're called to it. And I want to say thank you so much for standing in the gap for that. Um, a lot of our children's leaders that serve in those areas feel underappreciated. And I just want you to hear it from us. We appreciate yeah. all that you do. You're making a difference. Sometimes the planting and the, the watering is the hardest part. And you may not see a harvest until you know, until they're in junior high or high school, but that harvest is going to come. I guarantee it. I believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you say? Do you have any, any parting words for our leaders, Jean? Yeah. I just think, and I think it's what the scripture says in Galatians, do not grow weary in well-doing. Don't yeah. quit. You will reap a harvest if you don't give up. And what, because we are, we are doing what God has called us to do. And we are sowing seeds of light, seeds of life. And, um, the, and the, I think the great work, remember when, uh, remember that day, Jesus, the people, the crowds were pressing in and following him and he was trying to get away from him. I think he was. And, and they went all the way around the side of the sea of Galilee and they, the people were following him and they said, we yes. want to see the works of God. We want to see the miracles. And Jesus said, you want to see the great works of God. It's this, it's that you believe. Yes. And I think that we all need a fresh infusion of faith that leads to belief that is the gift of God. That's the great thing we can ask for it. Ask God. You remember the disciple said, we do believe, but help our unbelief. And Jesus yes. did that for him. Help us, God, believe that the work that we are doing is kingdom work. It's eternal work. And um, and that, that the effort and the time, which is all we have, uh, the time that we have alive, that's liquid gold. It's yes. all we have is our time to give. And when we pour it into little lives, it is a sacrifice on our parts, but it is a gift, not just to these children, but it is a gift to God because we are ultimately bringing Jesus his reward, which are these little souls for eternity. So, um, um and the enemies, hope- we need to play for keeps. The enemies oh. play for keeps. Let's play for keeps. Whoever yeah, wants yeah. this generation gets it. Yep, that's right. Thank you. I mean, that's that's such a great, great word. And I encourage you go out and check her website out. Go have her like have Miss Patty Kate come into your community, do an outreach for families. Like I guarantee you, you're going to be the only church doing it. Like I go to, you know, churches all do VBS. They all do. Those are all great things, but do something that no one else is doing. Have Miss Patty Kate come in and do a concert for your families and your preschoolers. I promise you, if you market it right, you will pack that place out. Yeah. Um, because parents are hungry for it. So they, they are looking, let me just say this last thing, because I yeah. have this book now. Um, and, um, and by the way, I'm working on a master's degree, which is going to give me, opportunity. I know to go to colleges and talk 
about the importance of, of choosing children's ministry as a life, as a vocation, as a job. Um, but also I do a lot of workshops for parents and I do teachers things. So like I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Austin to speak to preschool teachers. And um, then I'm in Dallas then I'm in Little Rock then I'm in Atlanta, all to talk to preschool teachers, continuing education. So I'm so happy to do that. I'm so happy to chat and give, um, give a encouragement and some ideas because the book is a can do guide for parents and caregivers. How do you pour God's big love into little lives? Thanks, Jason. Uh, hey, and you know, I mean, I'm sure I don't want to put words in your mouth, but if somebody got a hold of you and wanted you to do, to do zoom training for their kids leaders, I mean, I'm sure all of that's an option. And so yeah. whatever you can dream of, let's do it leaders. So, Hey, uh, so Jean, thank you for being on today. Will you pray for us as we go? I will. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Abba, Father, thank you that you are the Papa. You are the God. You are the one who longs to, to have compassion. You wait on high. You long to have mercy. You wait on high, Lord, to have compassion on us because you love us like a good father. Your word says, I just read this morning, that what father, if their child came and asked for bread, would give them a stone or a serpent instead of a fish, all those things. You are a good father. And we come and Thank you for the privilege that you've given us, that you have poured your truth into our lives and then told us to turn around and give our lives away and um, do what Jesus said, which is go, go into all the world and make disciples. Thank you, Lord, that we can start making disciples even at these tender ages. So, Father, we ask you that you would help, encourage, enrich, inspire, empower all the Kidman leaders that are listening to this, if you're a volunteer, if you're a children's pastor, if you're a children's minister somewhere, we want, we ask you, Lord, that you would remind them of the high calling that this is, that God's kingdom is upside down, little as much and less is more. And these that are last are going to one day be first because Jesus said, this is the kingdom of God, a little child. So Lord, would you give these people encouragement? Would you, um, would you refresh? Fresh their energy and their passion, um, because it is not always easy to deal with little children all day in, day in, day out. And not only that, it's also difficult to deal with their parents. And, yeah. and we know that children's ministry is no longer only about children. It is about families. So um, thank you, God, for the people that are listening today, that are refreshing themselves, that are doing what Jude said, building themselves up on their most holy faith. So we ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would come alongside these men and women who are working in this vineyard and that you would continue to um empower them and continue to refresh them and give them new energy. And Lord, I thank you for Jason and for his huge vision. And I pray that you would bless all he's doing with the films, bless the work of his hands, God, expand his border, keep your hand on him, Lord. And for his new church in Oregon, we bless that in Jesus name. And we give it all up to you. And we thank you that we pray in the very identity of Jesus who is in us and we are in him. And we give you thanks and praise Lord Jesus, King Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you so much, Gene. Thanks for listening today, Kidman Tribe. Go out and reach your world. Remember, whoever wants the next generation gets them. Thanks so much. Hey, Tribe. Our heart at 1230 is to provide incredible resources to help you do your Sunday and your kids' ministry experiences better. Don't forget, you can download free media from our 1230 Kids site to test drive every single product line that we have. You'll get a free bundle of graphics, 
a free countdown, a free game, a free mini movie, and more. Just go to 1230kids.com backslash free. That's 1230kids.com backslash free. Enjoy those great resources. We would love to hear from you. What are some of the thoughts, questions, ideas you would like to hear more about? You can submit your thoughts and questions to thekidmantribe.com slash mailbag. And be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, everyone. Thank you again for being a part of the Kidman Tribe podcast and the Kidman Tribe family. I pray that today's episode was an incredible blessing and encouragement for helping you to reach your little ones. I encourage you, send this podcast out to every leader in your kids' ministry. I think it will really encourage them, especially our early childhood areas. Hey, so I want to tell you, if you love the podcast, will you please go subscribe wherever you watch the podcast? We're on YouTube, iTunes, Google, uh, Spotify, anywhere where you find the podcast, go and subscribe to the channel and like us and share a comment. That'll help us to get the word out about this training opportunity and the things that we're doing here on the Kidman Tribe podcast. You can also find us online. We have a bi-weekly blog that you're gonna to wanna to check out and some great Kidman Tribe swag that you can buy and give to your leaders and volunteers as appreciation. That can be found at www.kidmantribe.com. That's www.kidmantribe.com. Also, all of our episodes of the Kidman Tribe podcast are housed there. On that website, you're also gonna find a mailbag. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments, your ideas, your suggestions, anything that you'd like to throw at us that you'd like us to talk more about. We wanna hear from you. Please fill that mailbag up. If you need somebody to pray with you, we're here to do that too. So you're not gonna to wanna to, want to miss that opportunity. We'd love to hear from you. Please share this with everyone you know, share it on your social media, help us to get the word out about the Kidman Tribe. We wanna be a blessing to kids ministry leaders and volunteers across the country. In two weeks on the show, I'm excited to welcome my new friend, Esther Marino. Esther Marino has dedicated her life to reaching the next generation for Christ. She has over 15 years of kids ministry experience across various churches and denominations. She's one of the hosts of Children's Ministry Today on the Fishbowl Radio Network. In addition to hosting monthly live webinars on social media, she also leads trainings and virtual trainings for children's ministry departments all over the country. She's on the road a ton and has a great pulse of what's happening. Children's ministry in the trenches. Esther is a gifted speaker, teacher, and author. She holds a master's in Christian education from Ashland Theological Seminary. She lives in Huntsville, Alabama with her husband, Gailando, and their two beautiful children, Grace and Gideon. You are not gonna wanna miss that interview. That's two weeks from today, and I can't wait to see you here. You're gonna love Esther's heart and love all of the great practical ideas and suggestions to help raise up the next generation. In the meantime, go and reach the kids in your world with experiences that'll transform their lives. Don't get weary in doing good. Keep going, keep moving, keep moving forward. I know sometimes we, we wanna quit and we wanna give up, but I just sense that some of you are right on the edge of a breakthrough in your ministry. And don't give up, don't give in, keep moving forward. God has incredible things. There's gonna be about to be a shift in your ministry. And I can't wait to hear what God does. This fall is going to be monumental for you. And so it's gonna be awesome. Remember you're loved, you're appreciated, and what you do changes lives for eternity. I am your biggest fan and I'm cheering you on today. Thank you for every moment that you put into ministry and ministering to children planting those seeds. Someday there's going to be a harvest and you're going to see God do incredible things in the lives of kids that you've ministered to. Go get them, Tribe. I'll catch you in two weeks. The Kidman Tribe Podcast is a production of 1230 Kids. 
For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your kids' ministry, visit kidmantribe.com.